true. Crank it out, crank it out. The trees are so pretty. It's windy. I don't know how it's... Hopefully the dead cat kills it. Ah. Oh, damn. Dead cats cat kills. Dead. No, dead cats can't kill because they're dead already. What? Alright. Crazy. It's windy. Cheers, everyone. We got a acai mixed berry smoothies today. We just finished dinner and uh, this is kind of a palate cleanser dessert kind of thing. It's pretty good. I'm impressed. I'm a fan. There's literally only three ingredients. Mixed frozen berries, <laughs> pre-made acai frozen packets, and some almond milk. Costco knows the hookup. Very true. Fire. Um, it's, it's gas. All right. Oh. Why do you always have different dogs on rotation? <laughs> Who does this cutie belong to? That's funny. Who is that? Oh. What? I don't have that many dogs on my... I need to yeah. call my friend. Just kidding. <laughs> no, my fine. friend just texted. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so funny. Season. It's sad. It is, girls dude. This season. is this fall is oh cupping season. Dude, fall is was, dating season. I know, Look man. Look at the leaves. It, really is. it just makes you want to fall it's in love. I want to go to an apple orchard or a pumpkin patch no. or a corn maze with Disgusting. a significant other. Oh, really? <laughs> you don't know the joys uh, of fall weather with the loved one. <laughs> Dude, it'd be nice. It do be it nice. It do be nice, but it's pretty nice. Sometimes you just gotta Scarf. be single and work on cars. yourself. Yeah, true, true. Work on yourself. Um, you can you gotta work go on apple yourself. picking yourself or with friends. That would be so lonely <laughs> be and so sad. sad. That'd be so sad. I would never do that. <laughs> go with friends or go with children. That's true. I've done. Which <laughs> Rachel right, with that? Pause. Pause. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Volunteer with an organization that works with children and then take right, them to the apple better. orchard. That's better. Um, it's adorable. It's so All right, cute. cool. Let's get started. So welcome, everyone. This is now the third episode of the Rooftop Pod. We've decided on the name. Um, Rooftop Pod LLC coming to y'all soon. <laughs> maybe. No. Hard maybe. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Jesse, and with me today is... Rachel. Andrew. Again, uh, my siblings have not changed since the last episode, um, and we're <laughs> yeah, doing well today. On rotation. I got siblings <laughs> on rotation too. Hey, Phil, hey, John, come in. <laughs> next episode, I, I I do be switching up the the characters in the, oh, <laughs> the plot true. line. In the true. Which I'm very excited about. I'm excited to have some fresh faces, some new people on the pod. But we're rocking with the OG crew right now, the big kids. Um, and we're gonna continue what we were discussing on the last episode. So we kind of left on a little bit of a cliffhanger about how our relationship as siblings have evolved over the years. I think we all recognize now that our relationship with each other's have been very different um, from childhood to, to now when we're all out of the home. Just want to get your thoughts on how you guys see it from your perspective on how our relationship has changed. Um, you can start from anywhere in our timeline because obviously we got like 20 plus years of sibling relationships to go over. But yeah, overall yeah. thoughts. I'll start with me and Jesse. Okay. Uh, it, it was really interesting. I think growing up, 
me and Jesse were always super close. So we would like mm. wake up at like 5 a.m. and like play ping pong in the basement together. What? We would do yeah, literally we everything together. Like we thought Jesse, we were twins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why, because we don't look we don't nothing know. alike, and we never <laughs> yeah. did growing up. But yeah, people no. thought we were twins, which was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But like whatever you did, I was like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this too. So if Jesse started running cross country, I started running cross country. Mm. If Jesse started playing tennis, I started playing tennis. Mm -hmm. And then, like, what are classes you took in high school? Same thing. I just follow in suit. Uh, I don't know. Something happened. I feel like it was early freshman year of high school for me. Mm -hmm. So, like, your junior year. But, like, somewhere in that middle school, early high school time period, like, me and you started to grow apart. Uh, I remember, yeah. like, Rachel was saying earlier today, like, Jesse was just always out of the house high school. Uh, and, yeah, Sweet. I don't know. Like, I... We were always close, but during that period, I think we got less close because uh, you were just not around yeah. Yeah. Uh, makes me sound like an absent how, father how, <laughs> no how I see it is when we were kids mm. we had no choice but to be friends with each other mm. but once we started developing relationships outside of each other yeah you were like that kid <laughs> <laughs> I'm like damn my friends at school are a little bit cooler than Andrew so I was like Ouch. I'm gonna yeah, go hang out with I them instead <laughs> um, but you were also younger so there was kind of like that right. uh, age gap Mm -hmm. and and when you're younger that two-year age gap makes a little more of a difference <clears> than <throat> now obviously we can hang out dude there's some tiny seeds in there yeah no you gotta watch the seeds it's not like I was gonna start crying <laughs> I'm not choking up it's, it's not it's a sad story man it's a sad story he's man. sad about how the relationship fell apart during certain years no no <laughs> I mean I am a little bit sad that we weren't super close but we all had me and Andrew had our individual friend groups that we right. stuck really close to yeah. mm -hmm. um and I don't think, like, in college, we even, we developed more friend groups and became close with them. And obviously, when we're in college, we're busy living our own separate lives. And we started doing that basically in high school. Like, we were right. living our own separate lives. Um, yeah, and then I think post-college, post again, you're like, I have no choice to be closer <laughs> to my siblings because my I friends are no now friends. all gone. Yeah, they're all living in yeah. different cities again. And I think that's kind of how we started to become close again. Um, big overview kind of look at things. Mm -hmm. Me and Rachel was a little bit different though. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, us and Ra yeah. actually Rachel's relationship with all of the brothers mm. is kind of interesting and yeah. in how it evolved. How did you see us as a kid, like growing up? Oh well, I was annoying as as a child oh, like this good. is glad you can recognize that <laughs> you recognize no i mean you guys told me i was annoying as a child all the time so i just embraced it i, mean, I was you're like okay now, i will so. oh. <laughs> i'm just kidding not as annoying but there are certain things out. <laughs> there are certain things that um could still be no i know i i know because i'm most comfortable with you guys like so most of my negative qualities i would show to you guys and not my friends <laughs> sure yeah because you guys can't abandon me. I mean, you could, That's but the thing you about can't. family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys tend to see the worst sides yeah. of me, unfortunately. No. Um, yeah, we weren't close with you uh, when we were kids living at home. Yeah. yeah um, at all. I, it kind of because, okay, it was a little bit on both sides. It was like we, ex me and Andrew excluded you from things because yes, you were so. younger and yeah. you were also a girl. So I think we would do things mm -hmm. together without you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we would also like gang up on you and bully you because you're yes, the indeed, younger indeed, sister. Indeed. But I feel like that's an older sibling thing to do. 
Yeah, you bullied yeah. me too. But you guys could gang up though. Like, yeah, the thing is, we could, I, you yeah. could gang up, yeah. and yeah. that's. I almost feel like you get that from me and Andrew, but also John and Philip <laughs> gang up on you too. So you got two opposing sides coming at you. John and Philip don't gang up on me. Oh, they just annoy you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's Philip different. Push your buttons. I think that's no. Philip pushes. Oh, <laughs> Philip pushes buttons. Oh but that's, my that's, goodness. That's, that's, that's too anecdotal. Yeah. We're not gonna yeah. get into that. No. Um. <coughs> but John and Philip, I will bully them. Mm. Yeah. As you should as cool. a boy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a big sister <laughs> like, role. I don't have anyone to, 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 like, back me up, you know? <laughs> There's yeah. two of them and only one of me. <laughs> yeah, and Philip's, Philip's so yeah. good at deflecting and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. It gets me going. Yeah, um, I do feel like when we were growing up, we were never close. We never had, like, vulnerable con- conversations. We, like, mm-hmm. didn't have any close bonding time. All we did was kind of bully you. And I remember... I don't know, there's a couple Which one? specific instances <laughs> of us bullying you that stick out in my mind. Um, a bird to duck? Or ah, duck yes. A bird. Oh my god. Yes, <laughs> that's one of my favorite <laughs> so Rachel good. bullying moments. What was it? Hey, I'm so, gonna let one so of you guys So, on Webkins, yeah. like oh, the, wow. the front desk lady, not lady bird. Okay, so Webkins are these like stuffed animals you can buy from the store. They come with a digital code that you can mm-hmm. register online and play with your little Webkins oh, online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome toy. Yeah. Really so, ahead of themselves. Like, so that, was, that was super you cool. You can still play it now. It's like augmented reality. Yeah. Webkins? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, sure. They're on top of that shit. Yeah. Tamagotchi. Way back. But that's true. More Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tamagotchis are And you get a too. physical, like, mm-hmm. stuffed animal. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, weapons. Yeah. So when you first like get onto the game, there's a duck that kind of like welcomes you in, guides you through like what all you're supposed to do. Here's your room. Like here's how you do all these things. And I was oh like, God. let me just preface: this duck does not look like a duck. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it has a beak, but it does not look like a duck. <laughs> and so I made a bet with Jesse and Andrew. I was like, no way in hell. That is a bird. <laughs> okay. So Rachel so thought, how old were you at that five, point? Five. I was five like years five old. years okay. old. I was like, a <laughs> duck is not a bird. Solely based <laughs> off of like the virtual re- like rendition of a cartoon duck. Duck. Uh, yes. Webkins, so right? Andrew and I were like, oh, you're that confident about <laughs> ducks not being birds? All right, let's put money on it. How about we put a billion dollars? <laughs> On a duck not being a bird, and Rachel yeah. is like, bet, bet, bet. Like, <laughs> I'm so confident yeah. in this. Yeah. Um, that, okay, so, that duck did not have wings. <laughs> Let me just say, I could not see any wings there. Uh, we're gonna need to pull a picture. Yeah, I know. We gotta pull a picture of here. But she took the bet, and to this day, she has still not paid off her mm-hmm. billion dollars. I think at one point we did soften it to half a billion dollars. Yeah. I forget. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Andrew and I were like, we're gonna be nice to Rachel. We're gonna <laughs> cut this debt. In half, like you only, you only owe us half a billion dollars. Million dollars. And to this day, we still keep tabs on it. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. honestly think your your tab is growing <laughs> rather than reducing. But oh, that's uh, yeah. Um, I don't yeah. I don't expect to pay that back. But we're holding you to it. Okay. We're never gonna stop reminding uh, you about that bet. That's crazy because we yeah. made that bet like wow, twenty years ago. That's not fifteen, 15 yeah, years ago. 15 years yeah, ago. Damn. that's crazy. Well, I want to hear your perspective of why you started talking to me. Mine? Yeah, in oh. college. Ooh, I can't remember. I know, I can't remember. Oh, damn, you also can't remember? So I was I was going to talk about when you went to college, Jesse, our oh, relationship. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think 
after you left for college, we never physically fought, I think, ever again after that. Physically fought? Dude, like, wow. We, it's been a long time crazy. since we physically fought. We used to throw hands. Can we throw, hands throw down right, throw right now? Right now. <laughs> no, I would rather not. <laughs> if Rachel uh, and I team up, I think we could, yeah, we could take him. We yeah. could take him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chill. Um, no, but I remember... Cause you were always physically stronger than me in high school, so I would fight dirty. Like I would, still am. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not as much. Not as much. You let yourself go. <laughs> Come on. <man. laughs> no, 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 but I remember after you left for Hopkins, like, no, nah, no, I don't think we ever like fought physically ever after that. I don't think we uh, should have been. We're, that's true. That's true. That's true. We're like right. 20 years old yeah. at that point. Yeah, that, that's facts. Uh, yeah, but no, I think we got a lot closer once you left and then the same thing happened when I left for college mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. I don't think I had like any real conversations with Rachel mm. Like really ever. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember like the first like long phone call We had when I was in college because I was a freshman in college You were a freshman in high school. And right. I think we were talking about homecoming We had like a super long oh. conversation about it. And I was just like, oh wow I can finally talk to my little sister now. I recall this conversation. I don't know. I like talking about school dances Because uh, uh, I've you planned peaked them. In high school. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Andrew did peak in high school. Yeah, he low-key did though. I did um, enjoy high school. No, but I think that's kind of the same way with me and Philip is that now that he's in high school, I think high school is a big turning point in relation, like sibling relationships, mm. because mm. that's when you can start offering like real advice that will right. help them mm. in their future. Mm. So I think when I was in high school, instead of you like following everything that Jesse right, did, right. I was like, I'm not going to do anything that Jesse and Andrew did. Like, Word I'm going to go a completely yeah. separate yeah. path. And that I'm gonna you did. Find my own, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to find my own interests. I'm not going to do any of the same clubs. Um, I did take some of the same classes because if you guys enjoyed classes, I wanted yeah, to take yeah. them too. Yeah, um, but overall, I was like, I I'm not I don't want to be compared to Jesse or Andrew yeah. because you both exactly. are like very successful. Mom and dad gloat about y'all. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I want to build like my own personal identity. And I think growing up, I was also just very independent because mm -hmm. you guys were always together. And then so I just played with myself. Like I would mess up my room so bad. Yeah, you had a lot <laughs> of disgusting. I had my own like independent projects. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the arts and crafts. Yeah. Um, it got real messy. Um, yeah, I honestly, as a big brother, one of the most amazing things to do or to see is like all my younger siblings branching off and doing completely different things. Mm. Like, I'm so glad that you guys aren't in medicine because oh, that would make my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be great because I could help you guys down that trajectory, right. which would, I don't, I don't know, be a cool thing. But seeing you guys do something different and offer new perspectives and expertise in mm. our relationship is amazing. Like, mm -hmm. if I have some random question about something that I'm obviously not familiar with, I have at least three different or two different people that have expertise potentially in that area. Right. Um, and it's really cool that uh, you guys are, you didn't fall in my footsteps. I think Andrew said that he was up until a certain point. Yeah. That point where you branched off, I was that was a proud big brother moment because <laughs> I was like, damn, Andrew is like finding yeah. his own way through life now. Yeah. He's not just following behind me, which mm. is really cool to see. And I hope that that follows the same for, for John and Philip yeah. as well. Yeah. Dude, we're starting to cover a lot of the bases, though. I don't know what else John and Philip can do. <laughs> That's true. Career-wise, we can art. do uh, 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 professional sports. That's true. Oh, That's true. true. We and can um, have an Olympian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. one one of them can be a streamer. They like video games a lot. <laughs> a little bit too um, much. 
But yeah, there's something else yeah. I wanted to say. I, I really like what you said about having like different resources to pull from in terms mm. of siblings going down yeah. different paths because every time, <laughs> every single time, one of my friends has some kind of issue going on with their body, like their legs twitching, <laughs> like their ankle hurts. The first person I call, I'm like, Basically. let me call my brother. Let me call Jesse real quick right now. And I usually don't <laughs> offer anything super helpful because yeah. it's usually a non-medical emergency type. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's usually like, oh, my ankle's kind of been hurting for the past two weeks. Should I go to the doctor kind of deal? Um, and I'll say that she has psoriatic arthritis or something. There's <laughs> <laughs> something crazy. Just to scare him yeah. a little bit. Um, but it's nice to have Jesse like whenever something's acting up or I'm like, why is my body doing this? Dude, it's nice to have Jesse to be there. And then yeah. Andrew with all the financial advice. So That's my true. friends were setting up their Roth IRAs like over the past few years. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so when they were doing that, I went to Andrew with That's a true. lot of questions. I went questions. to Andrew to set up my Roth IRA yeah, as well. Yeah, I did as well. And like Andrew telling me to get a credit card when I started college. <coughs> yeah, and like credit. a lot yep. of the financial, like preparing yourself for the future. Um, so you have that like financial cushion. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, one of you guys said that your turning point in your relationship was in high school. I think you were mm, talking about Philip. Yeah. For me, it was definitely college. I think the turning point in my sibling relationship, mm. not only relationship with you two, but it mm -hmm. extends even farther to mom and dad. My relationship with my family changed a lot in college. Mm. I don't. I think it has something to do with the concept of distance makes your heart grow fonder. Mm. where yeah, yeah, for sure. because you're not seeing your parents every day yeah. or your family your siblings every day um well one there's no chance for them to annoy you anymore <laughs> but also two you're you appreciate each moment that you get with them so much more right. when you're seeing them so much less frequently and i think during that time where i saw you guys less frequently that's when i became closest with you andrew mom and dad right. um just because of moments that we had, we did have together, I cherished much more. Mm -hmm. I think that was a turning point for me. Yeah, and I think it's also a realization of, it's like you guys have known each other for so long and now that you only have these few moments, you realize that you really don't know your siblings as well as you probably yeah. want to or should. I saw a crazy video or something about, if you calculate how often you see your parents every year, for some people they see their parents like, two or three times a year like very infrequently mm -hmm. and if you think about it our parents probably have like what dad's like 60 almost 60 like yeah. 20 30 years left to live you can count how many times you're gonna see your parents like yeah, moving forward and that know, concept like that. is crazy because <laughs> like it. it's like if you calculate it out like 20 years times like two or three times that's like 40 like 60 times that you're gonna see your parents oh more gosh. in the future and that's just like a ticking clock. Dude, this is making me real sad. <laughs> Which is like crazy. Okay, well, you're working on anti-aging research. That's true. Research. I, I am interested in anti-aging research, but um, the idea that we have such limited time yeah. with like the people we love the most yeah. um, really hits if you, if you actually start thinking about it. And I think mm. when you start thinking about it, you uh, inevitably will start making more e effort into like putting time and making an effort to go see your parents right anyways i saw that i saw that video once and i was like holy sh like yeah everyone's time here is limited and like every second counts so mm -hmm. that's yeah. a good perspective that's to it. have it's very sad but... yeah it is but yeah um i'm trying to think how else has our relationship changed 
I think mine with both of y'all have changed a lot because I think until I was in high school and just or Andrew was in college like we didn't have much of a relationship aside from you dropping me off on the side of the road to go to middle school when you were oh, driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I'm not going to go through the little circle the and drop traffic, you off. You would have been front. late, and then I yeah. would have been late. <laughs> so I was walk. just dropped when there was, like, the the stop sign. Yeah, the I dropped sign. her off on Mason Mott, and then she walked into the middle school. And yeah. instead of going into the middle school parking lot, super anecdotal, saves so yeah. much time, very efficient. <laughs> okay. Anyways, dropped yep. off on the side of the street. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> no, it was, it was smart. Um... Sometimes I did worry that you would go through the, the stoplight and then I would have to just like <laughs> run out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, I, I forgot I dropped you off in middle school. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, anyways. But yeah, I think I, I didn't have much of a relationship with you yet because you were still like six years older than me and that seemed like a mm, big yeah. distance. And I you were that graduated from college? No. No, no was midway you were college. midway through college. Yeah. I think I actually became close to and or close to Rachel because I was kind of jealous of how close you and Andrew were. Because you guys definitely <laughs> got, grew close. Yeah. After you outside left. of me. Yeah. <laughs> like after <laughs> I left yeah. for college, I think you two became close. And I was like, hold on. Why am I not <laughs> a part a of this? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> like wait a minute. Yeah. Um. So I was just like, hey, I need to become a part of this. I'm just gonna <laughs> inject myself into this relationship. <laughs> it worked out. Um, yeah. We're doing a podcast now. This is my way of injecting myself <laughs> into this yeah, relationship. You didn't really want to be yeah. friends with Jess, but um, we decided yeah. to let him in. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you can sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it was just easier to talk to Andrew. I think Andrew was just more approachable. Because I, mean, I called you asshole brother because I think you bullied me a lot more than Andrew did. Really? And this goes back to, yeah, the last episode where we were talking about how Andrew was always more of a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Yeah, and so Andrew was just... he. He didn't bully me as much. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sensitive soul. Yeah, yeah, I think Andrew's definitely the nicer brother. I, I think I don't think I'm mean or you a bully. I think I just hold on. That no, no, no. <laughs> I think I just tell things straight up. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't fluff things up. Mm-hmm. I just, I tell them how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between me and Andrew. Okay. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Sibling relationships. All right. So the other thing that I felt like college, um, the other thing that I think college really changed my perspective on. Oh, I need a burp. Ooh. Okay. I'm good. Was how it changed my perspective on uh, taking ownership of my own culture. So um, when we were talking about how our relationship changed with family and stuff in college, it kind of reminded me of how my relationship with my culture changed a lot during college as well. And I don't know if you went through this necessarily in, in college, but this definitely happened to me, definitely happened to me during college. Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Sure. Or I can talk about it. I'll talk about it first here. So um, I think we all know that we grew up in like uh, mm. in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is in Ohio. So we 
we were the minority growing up for sure mm-hmm. even though the the suburb town that we grew up in was fairly diverse i would say it was definitely not as bad it as you can get abnormally asian heavy it, now it is now yeah it is. no but even when i was when i was young i was like the only asian guy on the cross country team but that's cross country yeah, but now cross country is like all Asian kids. It's, it's like fifty percent oh, Asian really? kids. Yeah. yeah well, when I was running too, it was also very few Asian. But people. even in like grade school, I remember there being only like one other Asian kid in my class. That's all right, true, relative to like growing up on the West Coast, yes, I definitely okay. felt yes. like I was a minority. There's there's no oh, doubt yeah, about yeah. that. Well, yeah, that that is true for sure. All right, so definitely growing up, and this is like a a really. Um, well-covered topic a lot of people talk about this how growing up as an asian in a predominantly white neighborhood you're gonna feel like an outsider you're gonna feel like you don't belong that's inevitable you look different from everyone and that was definitely something i struggled with for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. but what was really cool was that when i went to college i don't think i had i want to say i didn't have a single white friend in college which was kind of hey. no, no, no. That's not true. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> I definitely had way more friends of color than I did who were white. Like it far outnumbered it, and that was the first time in my life where I felt like my friends um, were majority people of color, and hey. that was for mm-hmm. the first time in my life when I had a friend group that was predominantly people of color, where I actually felt like I was at home. Like, I felt at mm-hmm. home with my group of friends mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt so comfortable around a group of people until I built my friend group in college. Yeah. I love my high school friends, mm-hmm. um, but there's always this, like, disconnect that we that I felt like I had with them. Like, I could not truly relate to them. Because our family definitely was not, like, a westernized family. Like, mom right. and dad right. didn't come right. here and become, like... That's they didn't right. really uptake the, the yeah. western culture. Um, so the, I always felt like there's this dissonance between me and my, my high school friend group. Right. Hmm. No, I've talked to Andrew about this a bit where I've told you that I'm like insecure about how connected to culture I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I definitely growing up, it's like you feel like an outsider. And I don't know if you guys experienced this too, but I wanted to be whitewashed. Like, I yep. wanted to fit in so I badly. Definitely. I yeah. wanted to be white yeah. so yeah. bad yeah. Yep. Yeah. up until yeah. I went to college. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or for me, that happened earlier. Um, but it's also the feeling of, like, you don't feel as desirable because mm. you are a person right. of color. Yep. And that, like, hits you in middle school, especially. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I definitely experienced that. And I... I don't know if you guys also like were a little judgmental of people who are too connected to their culture too. Mm, yes. Yeah. 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 But I like look back at that and I'm so ashamed that I ever felt that way yeah. because, and I think this has a lot to do with Asian repre- representation in media because there was just mm. none when we were growing up. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so there was nothing that was being portrayed like in media that would make you feel proud of being who mm. you were as a person of color. Yeah, in fact, it was the only representation that existed in media were stereotypical yeah. like yeah exactly asian american undesirable yes things, exactly yeah. yeah yeah which made you hate yourself and hate your, yeah. your culture yeah. even yeah. more yeah and yeah. it's like the stereotype of you know like being quiet studying hard mm-hmm. and like not being super assertive 
being it's, nerdy and yeah. unattractive. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Dang. for sure. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed how late this <laughs> shift happened to me because I remember freshman year of college, I saw like some of my other Asian American friends go off to different universities and they become friends with like a group of like predominantly Asian Americans within their universities. And I was just like, oh, look at them. They're not like assimilating into like mm. Western mm. culture. I'm just like, <clears throat> whereas I'm like, oh, look, I've like become friends with all these white people <laughs> you're proud of yourself i was almost. proud of myself yeah. i honestly so the more yeah. white friends i had in high school i was like damn i'm one of the cool kids like yeah. uh, they no, accept me and and honestly the friends that i made in 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 high school were the cool like they were cool because they accept okay hold on how do i frame this <laughs> like they were very accepting of who i am and that's why i became mm. friends with them right. mm. that's why i, I might mm. like i said i had a great group of college friends or high school friends um, because they were very accepting of who I am, mm -hmm. but I d there were definitely people within the high school that are because I was Asian. They definitely made me feel like an outsider for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Let me also qualify. Like I loved like my white friends that freshman year, but I remember <laughs> like <a weird> sophomore <laughs> year. But sophomore year, I'm just like, why am I ashamed of being friends with like yes Asian, Asian people. people? Hey, like, yeah. why? For sure. Yeah. Cause like okay, so. For me, I had my like high school friends who were like friends from school. And I also had our Cincinnati Chinese right, church right. Asian mm -hmm. friends. And there was definitely a sense, not a strong sense, but I definitely felt a sense of embarrassment of like having a group of Asian mm -hmm. friends. Like Interesting. it wasn't this bad, but I definitely was like, okay. I definitely had this thought or feeling. I am definitely exposing myself because I, I did yeah. feel this before. No, internalized racism is like... No, no I, I do thing. remember, yeah. I like, if I were hanging out with a group of my Asian friends, I didn't want to be caught, like, mm, hanging out with whoa. them. Interesting. Like, I definitely had the thought. I was like, I yeah. hope none of my cool friends see me, like, hanging wow. out with my Asian friends. Oh, definitely had that thought, oh. for sure. <laughs> yeah, the internalized yeah, it was racism. Yeah, which is crazy because I think about yeah. it now and I'm just like... That's embarrassing that no. mindset yeah. like yeah. i completely now after college i've completely reclaimed my right. my cultural identity and at this point it's it's crazy to look back and see how far i've come mm -hmm. since those high school mm -hmm. days yeah. yeah i'm yeah. not gonna lie i'm embarrassed to admit that out loud <laughs> yeah. the same yeah. feelings. you had the same like, feelings right yeah well now bad. i'm like kind of proud i went through this whole process like probably midway through high school and i think um quarantine and covid helped a lot and then it was also just the insurgence of like a bunch of asian representation That's in media yeah. yeah and i was like wow like i am we so up. proud to be different. <laughs> yeah like I'm so glad that I have Facts. something. We got BTS. To share. Yeah. We got Blackpink. Yeah, we had we like got Squid Games. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah, Squid Games. We, we got hella representation. Yeah, yeah. and I like I'm so jealous. Yeah, of the kids who are growing up in this day and age mm. because yes. they don't have to go through the same things that we did in terms yes, of hating right. our own culture. Yes, um, it's crazy. Everyone has their like lunchbox moment, right? Yeah. 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 And that's a well, also another well elaborated. Uh, yeah. Uh, story, but mm -hmm. I, because I, I, mom, mom would always pack us the yeah. weirdest yeah. Shit for yeah. lunch. Yeah. So <laughs> she didn't do that for me though. Like I remember, going and she up, doesn't uh, do that for John and Philip. No, anymore. she yeah. makes. Oh no, she no, does. She, she packs the bowls of like dumplings. But they're yeah. proud of it now. It, yeah. yeah. And, like yeah. the white people want their food now yeah. too. Yeah. It's but crazy. I remember in fourth grade, 
I brought a roll sambal, which is like pork floss. Delicious. Blood. Amazing. So yeah. And then some kid was like, ew, Andrew's eating hair. I'm just like, oh, so oh embarrassed, God. They man. They don't even know. So embarrassed. <laughs> they don't even know. Uh, man. Yeah, mom would yeah. pack me stir fry and it, it's, it smelled different from like mm. the school bought so lunches. Bomb. And people yeah. would just, just comment on it and I'd be like, <sighs> damn, I like this, but I'm embarrassed to be eating I know. It, you know? Yeah. Um, and I would tell mom, I remember very distinctly, I would tell mom, stop packing me this sh Pack me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And mom, I don't know. I remember for like a period of time, she would only pack us peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwiches. Or ham and cheese or something Or peanut like butter that. and honey sandwiches. Oh. Those are pretty bomb. Those are kind of fire. So <laughs> for fire. good reason, we asked for that. Yeah. But like, I just wanted to fit in with my little yeah. sandwich yeah. lunch. Wait, this is interesting because... I, okay, the only thing I remember mom packing me that was different, because I think after she got that feedback from you yeah. guys, mm -hmm. I basically never had, like, Chinese food packed for my lunches, aside oh, from things like seaweed. Um, but I had, like, regular peanut butter jelly sandwiches yeah. or, like, ham sandwiches or whatever. Um, but I was proud to have seaweed. Like, I would share with my friends. Yeah. And I think part wow. of that comes from... Like you guys always calling me weird, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna be weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have like weird it. paper seaweed, and I'm gonna eat it for lunch, and I'm gonna make everyone else want it too. And if they don't like it, that's more for me. So I think, in that sense, like, I, oh, this is also something I've talked about with my friends mm -hmm. is that I don't think I recognized that I was Asian until like sixth grade. Huh? Or like, not not. <laughs> 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 Or like I didn't recognize, Wait, or I didn't recognize that that was, mm. or no, more maybe fifth grade. Like actually. you didn't own it, or you're or like I didn't I'm realize white. that <laughs> there were I oh no 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 I didn't realize that there were negative stereotypes about being Asian mm. until I was mm. in fifth okay. grade. So like prior to fifth grade, most of yes. my friends had been That's white, true. and like I didn't feel mm. any different around them, aside from mm. you know when they did the. Japanese, Chinese, yeah, yeah, Korean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you see yeah. things on widescreen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I that, got that was. A lot up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I also got same, like, same. why aren't you in ESL? Perpetuating. Yeah, but until like fifth, fifth or sixth grade is when I realized that there was an expectation for me to be a certain way because I was Asian, and that's no. when I started to like look differently upon culture. Mm. Um, so I think prior to that, the seaweed thing was like, yeah. <laughs> the seaweed thing was prior to fifth, sixth grade? Mm -hmm. oh, I got no, packed okay. it in like second, third, fourth grade. Oh. I'm going to let you guys chew on these thoughts. Yeah, I was the OG middle child. I've been a middle child longer than you've been a middle child. Yeah, but I was the original middle child. Mm. Andrew was an OG okay. middle was child. OG okay. middle child. I was only a youngest child for six years, okay? That's a pretty long time. Um... Okay. Didn't really account for the first two years. <laughs> hey yo. Should we get back into it? What are we talking about? Um, how Rachel said you wanted to talk more about how your relationship has changed with us. Oh, I can't. Yeah. With us? Is it interesting? Because. Oh yeah, yo. Well, I guess for you. I guess it's not. <laughs> I guess it's not. We can well, move on to just, the next topic. I was topic. just going to say, like, I think my relationship with you changed because you started putting more effort into having yes. a relationship with mm, me. Yep. So I think the first thing that we kind of connected on was music. Yes. And then after we mm, figured out that we true. liked the same music, we enjoyed yeah. classical music and just, like, appreciated the yes. art form that is music. Yes, yes. Um, like, We've that's when... we to concerts together, yeah, like, yeah. 
symphony orchestra concerts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are fun, yeah. Yeah. And y'all excluded me. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have a appreciation no. for yeah. the finer arts. I have PTSD yeah. from classical music. <laughs> yeah, at least Rachel. Yeah, Rachel and I still appreciate classical music. Mm-hmm. But we both got into piano and violin respectively yeah. because we actually enjoyed oh, because it. Because we wanted to. Andrew got into yeah. piano yep. because he had to. Yep. Because yeah. mom was like, "You're gonna learn this instrument," so I'm like, yeah. "Okay." I mean, I'm really glad that I know it now. Like, I bought myself a piano and like fifth grade Andrew would have been like oh, you did what <laughs> yeah because yeah. Yeah, I hated that shit yeah but we did we did have because like our appreciation for music obviously extended beyond classical music mm-hmm. we both love like R&B and yeah um, <laughs> that's it <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess we both like, but like that's like my main type yeah. that's the main music like R&B and hip-hop are my two mm-hmm. main yeah. genres that I'm really into um so we overlapped a lot with the r&b side of things mm-hmm. yeah that's Anyways. all i had to say <laughs> sick all right um on a related topic let's talk about how our individual relationships with mom and dad have changed over the years because definitely <clears throat> they have changed and we uh, t- i, I think sure. we it, we touched a little bit on it yesterday on the previous pod but um yeah, I'll start because uh, my relationship with dad definitely mm-hmm. was probably the biggest thing that changed. Mom has always been like a kind of a gentle presence in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But dad's attitude towards me and my attitude towards dad changed significantly. And it was like black and white, like my relationship yeah. with dad, like from high school to college, like the transition was crazy. In high, like, but prior to college, my relationship with dad was a fear. I was like, yeah. I don't want to step on his toes. He's going to blow up, get mad at me, whatever. Because yeah. he would lecture me all the time. Like, once yeah. he stopped beating me, he started lecturing me a lot, you know? <laughs> and, like, criticizing me about, like, not studying enough for the SAT, not studying enough for the yeah. ACT, no girlfriends, one one girl rule for prom. All these yeah. random yeah. things that I resented dad for. And... A flip was just switched as soon as I went to college. He was just like, I don't care what you do with your life. In fact, I need you to find a girlfriend now so you can get (laughs) married. It was actually the craziest, like, transition of all time. He took a hard turn. Um, And for the better, honestly, the dad that I know now, the relationship I have with dad now is is amazing. And I think I wish I had, I wish it were more of a progressive or gradual transition into this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was just black and white like as soon as i got into college and dad was like all right he's he's like a man now he was like i can respect his own decisions for himself now and i'm glad we finally reached that point because living at home back before college felt like a prison because of my relationship with dad yeah because my relationship you said you're like oh they definitely changed i'm not gonna lie mine has stayed relatively consistent yep i think it was i think it's a first a big like a like an older sibling yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I took for all the sure. shit yeah. for you guys. You really did. Yeah. So that you guys could live this cushy, like, <laughs> life that you guys both had. Yeah. It's like that one meme of the guy, like, <laughs> spreading his <laughs> wings and blocking all the arrows yeah. from hitting the person underneath. That Thanks, was bro. Me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> I took a lot. No, yeah. Anyways, true. do you feel like your guys' relationship had changed at all with mom and dad? Well, I was going to talk about how because you're taking all the blows and i was mentioning earlier that i was the og middle 
or mm-hmm. middle child because Rachel was the youngest for a while. But then once John and Philip came along, like dad spent a lot of energy like lecturing you mm-hmm. and then mom spent a lot of energy like raising Philip and John. And so I think Rachel and I, and Rachel, you're the only girl. I don't yeah. know. In my mind, I was just kind of cruising. And yeah, so you, the, you really flew under the radar. Exactly. Because yeah. mom there. paid a lot of attention to Rachel. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, mom was paying attention to you and then of course Philip and John. And so the story goes, we were going to Jesse's college graduation and mom was just kind of reminiscing about when Jesse like first got to college. She was saying, oh, when Jesse like left oh for college, God. you know, the house just wasn't the same. She was just <laughs> crying for like days or weeks on end. And then she was it's like, I have, I have a really like a core memory of this. Like when mom and dad dropped me off for college, there are very few times I've seen mom and dad cry that was one of the times i i remember mom like breaking out into tears like when she was like literally dropping me off and going back to driving back to ohio Mm -hmm. i like seeing mom cry is one of the hardest things in the world like i just like could not hold it in we were all like just tearing up and there's this and there's this picture because i think dad wanted to take pictures (laughs) of the moment before they like of us being of me being dropped off so there's this picture i'll see if i can find it of me like standing next to mom (laughs) we're both holding back tears trying to force a smile wow that's so sad um which is really funny because i know when they dropped you off oh nothing that's what mom said she was like oh yeah when we dropped you off at georgetown like it was just fine uh and i was just like Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think it was a little different for me when I was dropped off because I'm so close to home. They were like, yeah. we're glad yeah. Rachel's yeah. out of the house we're, now. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like, oh, we'll come visit you every weekend because Dad was taking classes in Columbus. Oh, so they were yeah. like, okay. oh, yeah, Dad's going to drive up anyway. Yeah. So. yeah, no, when I Damn, left. Damn, they want me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure they wanted you out of the house. Yeah, no, this is fair. Uh, yeah, no. But mom was saying, she's like, oh, it's not because we didn't miss you. I'm like, okay. Sure, 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 sure. She was like, oh, it's because you've oh, always been mom like cried out of the house. For weeks. Uh, yeah, no, she was crying yeah. for a long time. Um, maybe, I, maybe I am the baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, mom was like, oh, you've always been kind of like out of the house. Or like, yeah, no, I've always been like pretty self-sufficient. Uh, and mm. like, yeah, no. Mm. I think it's just a milestone. Cause I like, think so, yeah. I since I was the first child, I was, like, the guinea pig yeah. child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they just, like, threw shit at the wall. Like, they didn't know <laughs> what would stick. They didn't know what would work. And I am the, the product of such process. But once their first, like, once their first iteration of their child had left their home, they're like, wow, this is, like, our first... Prototype. Prototype. This yeah. is, like, you have, like, a... It's a V1. A special, yeah, a special yeah. connection with the prototype, yeah. you know? yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the middle children neglected. No, because now they know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. So they're just like, all right, we're just gonna bang these out because we know. Pause. Uh, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I mean, they kind of did that. We're we're just gonna do the same thing that we did with yeah. the with the first child. Do the things that worked and yeah. like neglect the things that didn't. So. Mm-hmm. So less of a less of a project, I would say. You guys were less of a yeah. project. I think for mom, I was more of mom's project because I was the girl, mm. and so I yeah, had it was, it was different. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't have been, but yeah. the way they raised you was definitely different. Yeah, yeah. no, because because I was gonna say that dad, my relationship with dad has always been weird because there's always been, mom and dad, you know, they have they grow up in a very traditional uh, environment like Eastern culture kind of yeah. thing, and 
Um, you know, there's certain gender roles, and I think that definitely played into how they raised me. Mm. Um, so I think I, you know, dad was always disapproving in um, yeah. some senses in terms of me being a girl. And then mom, she, I what think. What do you mean disapproving? Or like there are certain things where, you know, like the sports thing. Right. Um, you Elaborate, know. please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically growing up, I was never signed up for any sports. So Jesse yeah. and Andrew, yeah. as soon as they came out, it was like soccer, tennis, basketball. Yeah, we played the all worst, the sports. Like yeah. everything. And then they had me and they went, a girl? Dance. <laughs> Let's throw her into ballerina. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I did dance for like six months and then I Did you quit. like it? I think I liked it, but okay. Okay, I did not have a lot of poise. So I think growing <laughs> up with two brothers, it's so funny. There's a picture where he took like a like a class dance photo and everyone's like all sitting up <laughs> nice and upright. I'm literally <laughs> hunched over. It's like this is how my brothers are. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I was built for dance. Like I never wanted to be like a very like upright postured kind of yeah, girl and good i think etiquette kind of yeah. Person. yeah kind of a tomboy growing up yeah because i yeah. mean like obviously you grew up with, two with brothers, brothers. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's um a and then and i would always ask to play sports too i remember like the one sport that i really wanted to play growing up with soccer and so i would like yeah. repeatedly ask to be signed up for soccer and it just never happened and then the it's only sport sad, that yeah. they signed me up for when i asked to be signed up for was figure skating. Because <laughs> uh, it fit within the yeah. gender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So roles, that yeah. was um, interesting. Yeah. Um, and there's also been a couple things with like modesty and making sure that I'm wearing things that like cover the appropriate mm, body parts. Mm. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Never also. Never got been any a thing. of that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But with mom, I've always felt like I got a lot of attention from mom in terms, especially in terms of violin. And I remember she would always write down like very detailed schedules for me. And she was like, if you do all of these things, I'll give you 25 cents. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Positive reinforcement. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Those then, were the days. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. we got grades for a piano. Yeah. Every time, I forget the grading yeah. scale. Every time we it's got like, like whatever the best yeah. mark was. Mm-hmm. We could go to like the store and buy like a little toy or something. Yeah, or like oh, get wow. McDonald's or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. The simple, simple joys of being a kid. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get, yeah. I didn't get married many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't remember going to McDonald's that often, much. to be honest. Yeah, I only got one toy. Yeah. Oh no! Oh. My running back is okay. not returning in okay. fantasy. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, no. so I've always had like a very I've, I've fought a lot with mom growing up and I still do fight oh, a lot with sure mom and that's because I, I feel like I just always had a lot of her attention mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I, I'm just I just like fighting I guess I don't know why yeah you I have just, a temper yeah and Wait, I think that's I why mom very, and dad were like oh you would be a great lawyer because you're very <laughs> argumentative <laughs> eat it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very strong willed I think so that's yeah, why that's a good way to put it yeah, yeah. okay go. thanks yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well in terms of like i asked to do a lot of the things that i ended up doing because they yeah. they never signed me up for things yeah so i mm-hmm. had to ask to play violin i had to ask to do like whatever i did in high school or not in high school high school is more like free range you can do whatever yeah. you want yeah um but like growing up i had to ask for a lot of things that you guys kind of automatically got but i didn't mm. if that makes sense yeah that's true. some of the things i didn't want <laughs> like, yeah. yeah no i'm just <laughs> i mean, i'm thankful for it now yeah but i think my relationship with mom distance definitely has helped um i have a lot more appreciation for mom because i think growing up mm-hmm. i was just kind of like a little bit annoyed 
at certain things, mm -hmm. um, especially with violin. Because um, mom was kind of just like, you need to practice. Like, she used to be very strict about when I practiced um, and, like, the quality of my practicing. And then I think when she sort of laid off of that was in middle school when I quit. Because um, we kind of both came to a realization that what was happening was not working. Um, and she, I think she realized that, like, she wants me to do things because I enjoy them and not because she's making me do it. So then after I quit, found a new teacher, like, fall back in love with music. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's sort of where, I think my relationship with mom is very closely tied to my relationship with Violet. So as soon as that relationship changed, I think mom just like let mm. me handle what I wanted to do. Yeah. I remember you wrote your college essay on that. Yeah. It's been kind of long since we've been back to China. Mm. What will we do once mom and dad won't be able to take us? What happens to our heritage there. once we yeah. lose mom and dad? Because they're like the bridge between us and yeah. our family yeah. back at home. Like, yeah. sure, we're, we have cousins, but we're not mm -hmm. close to them. Like, mom and dad are the ones who are the, the liaison between mm -hmm. us and our, and our family back at home. Mm -hmm. Sit on that for a minute. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me, because I think my favorite thing about going to China is visiting the Zan village. Like there's yeah. nothing close to going back to where Ye and I live, seeing like their farm and like the mountains that they live in and being with, you know, Xiao Gufu and his three children yeah. and like all the Gugus and Xiao Gufus. Yeah, and just like yeah. living that like life with them. Mm -hmm. Cause their life is so starkly different from what yeah. we live here. Um, and it's like, it's like stepping into a whole nother world and it's going because like because of covid because of the whole china u.s relationship like the the access to our heritage has dwindled a lot mm -hmm. um and if we stop going back we're inevitably going to lose that connection and that's right. something i definitely don't want to lose right um and that goes into damn these sirens are so annoying um that goes into why I've, and this is something that we've talked about a lot, is why I want to document our, like, heritage through right. some sort of, like, creative documentary-style film so that once we have our kids, like, even if we lose mom and dad in our, like, direct connect connection with our heritage, we will have some way of sharing that with our family. And, of course, yeah. I would love to be able to take my kids, my family, back to the Zan family village and, like, introduce them to everyone but i'm not super close with my cousins like yeah. in the village we yeah. we i've seen them a total of maybe three four times in my entire life mm -hmm. um and yes like we get along because like me and fang Ying, i i we could yeah. go back to the village with her right um tong tong i feel like we were close with as a kid but like um it's not like someone i could just hit up and be like hey like yeah. can i crash at your place yeah. in the village yeah <laughs> um but yeah i'm just like what happens when when mom and dad are gone like are we even allowed back in that space mm. yeah and i think one thing that's very different with that like we can't hit up the cousins but the cousins can hit up each other because they grew up together mm -hmm. right. yeah we didn't village. grow up with them we're yeah. almost yeah. outsiders to them yeah. yeah because we're the weird not weird but we're like the american cousins like yeah. they see us as completely separate from mm -hmm. their their own like cousin relationships within each other yeah 
there's an aspect of me that really wants to preserve um, mm-hmm. this part of who I am. Yeah. And it's th- it's so special. It's it is. It's yeah. it truly is, and I don't think very many people can say that they have. Yeah. Um, the kind of experiences and cultural connections that we do. Um, yeah. And it's it's now I see it as a privilege to have that really special connection, but. Um, like I said, it's it does seem like it's something that as we grow older, as we become more busy with our lives here in America, it is something that we'll slowly lose touch of. And mm-hmm. um, within the next decade, I think I really want to see this project through. Um, yeah. And really be able to to capture, and we'll see. Like we have some ideas, and we've mm-hmm. we've talked about this a little bit. Um, but I do want to do a, a a good job documenting this and being able to not not even like share it within the family like i do also want to share it with with i don't know the world because it's it's a pretty incredible story um and i think other people would appreciate it i guess in terms of addressing this like potential loss of culture do you guys have plans like mm. to reconnect mm. with our cousins yeah no i i don't mm. have like actual plans but i have thought about <laughs> So I've thought about this where once once I have kids and a family, like I almost don't want my kids to lose that connection so bad that I would consider sending my kids to the Zon family village <laughs> and have the village raise my kids instead of me. Partially for selfish reasons. Because I don't have to take care of my... No, I'm just kidding. But um, because with me, like sure like okay this is something we could talk about quickly Mm. um i can speak chinese fairly fluently but Mm. i'm definitely way more comfortable speaking english and depending Mm -hmm. on the Mm -hmm. the person i marry like we're most likely going to raise our kid speaking predominantly english right and therefore this kid will definitely lose the ability and connection to their own heritage um, in the language aspect of things. Like, right. they won't be able to speak the language of their, their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the motivations of why I want to send them to live with live within the culture so that they, they pick up the, the language. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, there's so much I could talk about this because I actually wrote my college essay on this whole language oh. right, um, right. dissonance between me and, like, the... Cause our family language is not Mandarin. Yeah. Right. We have Du Changhua, right. which is what our family village speaks, and mm-hmm. I can't speak that, mm-hmm. nor do I really understand it. It's similar to Chinese, yeah. but it's also very different. Yeah. yeah. And going back to the village and sitting at the dinner table where everyone's speaking in Du Changhua, or we even have an even smaller dialect called the Zan family language, Zhan Jia Hua, where everyone's speaking in the Hua, like our family yeah. language and yeah. i'm just sitting there i'm like asking mom happening. and dad to like yeah. interpret yeah. like to translate for me and that felt really distancing yeah. for yeah. me because i'm like yeah. hey i am a part of this family i bear the family name yeah but i can't speak or understand the yeah. family language and that it hurts. It hurts. It's yeah. like yeah. it's kind of crazy. You almost feel like you're not a part of the family. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you guys experience anything. No, similar. definitely. Yeah. I think especially when I went back to China by myself, it, like junior year summer, mm-hmm. um, a lot of it was Du Changhua, and I'm yeah. I'm grateful that 
um, some of the people that I worked with, like they started teaching me certain phrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like very basic, but it made me feel very proud. And like, yes. mm-hmm. Yeye and I and I were like, oh my goodness, yes. like you know how to say it's too hot. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so like, I would do that too, but the only people I felt comfortable asking to like, teach me were the little kids yeah. Mm, and yeah. I'd be like hey how do you say like or how do you say like like yeah, these really yeah. simple basic terms I'd be like hey can you teach me these things so I feel like I'm, I'm in yeah. this group <laughs> yeah which is kind of crazy um, and yeah that's a, that's the other thing I was like my kids could be raised within the village and learn the dialect mm, yeah. and be truly connected with who they are mm. um, where that wasn't something I could do for myself yeah i was gonna say like the uncomfortableness you felt during the dinner table is like the same uncomfortableness i feel every time that we call yeah nai nai mm. i'm like always so embarrassed to talk to them and yeah. then i realized later on i remember whenever like we'd call yeah nai nai or grandma grandpa like yeah. on the phone for birthdays like holidays whatever like mom and dad would give me the phone and i'd try to like get rid of the phone as quickly mm. as possible because i'm just like ah, i can't like talk to them i can't understand them yeah uh and i remember i facetimed yeah, yeah like like last night um mm. or like two nights ago right before i came here to cleveland oh, okay. yeah yeah and then dad was just like oh like yeah just wants to see your face and i'm just mm. like oh like that's really it and then that's when i like <laughs> i'm gonna cry yeah and then i'll, I'll start speaking like yeah. the basic mandarin i know and then if dad needs to translate that to jan or mm-hmm. like translate either way like that's how mm-hmm. i've had my conversations with yeah because i'm yeah. just like again like time is limited like language yeah. is yeah. how we can connect with our heritage and mm-hmm. if we don't even have language like mm-hmm. we yeah. can't even hope like if our kids can't even speak mandarin yeah. at the yeah. bare minimum yeah. there's no way they're going to be able to connect with their cultural heritage yeah. which is really disappointing and sad to think about yeah. Right. Um, yeah my goal is to have my kids mandarin be better than mine yeah yeah which like, is not I'm, a high sure. bar yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. um yeah so i definitely want to put in like an effort in right. teaching not maybe myself teaching them Mandarin because I don't think I'm qualified to do that, mm-hmm. but like sending them to Chinese Man, school no, that's or where like we live close to mom and dad, or have exactly. mom and dad All raise them and together. be like, "Hey, you're only yeah. allowed to talk to my kid in Chinese." <laughs> <laughs> that's which would be man. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could you check the time? I think we're we're like we're at crazy. six. It's an hour. Okay. Right on the dot. All right. So Andrew has to make his flight to New York. Gang, gang. Next chapter in his Big life. Man. So we're gonna yeah. wrap up this pod. Concrete we're literally doing this last, are made last, minute. Um, last minute. But yeah, that this has been another episode of the Rooftop Pod. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, I'm your host, Jesse. I am signing out. And my sibling, Rachel, and Andrew are signing off as well. Peace. All right, see y'all Bye, in New everyone. York. See y'all yes. in New York. Next episode coming to you live in NYC. NYC. And what's it? And what's it?